0: Welcome to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip.
1: And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense. Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we're excited to have intuitive soul coach and certified toe reader Jill Swan on our show.
0: Jill Swan is an intuitive soul coach and certified toe reader. Ironically, growing up, Jill wasn't too fond of feet, nor was she taught to follow or trust her intuition. But through a series of life's events, she found toe readings and a seed was planted. After Jill had her own toes read, she realized she had finally been seen and validated for the first time. And that very feeling was the gift she wanted to give to others. So in 2016, she became certified as a toe reader, Through her various studies and certifications like Reiki, healing hands, and mediumship, she has made a practice of helping others that is uniquely hers. Today, Jill lives a life she loves by following her heart's desires and trusting her intuition. She not only found a love of her feet, but also a love of herself. The story hidden in her toes helped her to find her way, and it brings her great joy in assisting others to do the same.
1: Toe reading is a unique and captivating healing art which uses active listening, powerful soul-searching questions, and deeply skilled insight to help people create change in their lives. It is the art of sitting before someone and witnessing their very being, their life story. Toe reading is based on the theory that each individual records a holograph of the story of their life and stores it within the body. The position and shape of the toes contain this story which can be read by a skilled practitioner. Toes reveal how a person copes with their feelings and thoughts, and by observing someone's toes, you can learn a great deal about their past experiences and current issues. A toe reader addresses and coaches the client on physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. So stay tuned for more of this episode of Go Beyond the Veil, where we'll dive deeper into toe reading, its methods, how and why it works, and how we can use it to bring more clarity into our lives.
2: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was, Before, it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com.
3: pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com, S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep sustainable life changes let sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind rid yourself of negative behaviors fears pains and emotions weight loss smoking childhood drama chronic pain and much more can be addressed begin healing now learn more sakura skin and mind.com s-a-k-u-r-a skin and mind.com bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had welcome back to this episode of love from the hip
0: presents go beyond the veil i'm spiritual hypnotherapist intuitive energy healer and your host sakura sutter
1: and i'm transformational coach author and your host roy reich join us here on kknw every second wednesday of each month and every second sunday on kbkw and also on cape town zone radio as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense Today, we have the pleasure of having intuitive soul coach and certified toe reader, Jill Swan, on our show.
4: Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's our pleasure. So when did you discover toe reading, and what made you decide to practice it?
4: I discovered toe reading um, when I, it was in 2016, I took a class to become a certified life coach. And during that class, there was a story about toe reading the story the the point of the story wasn't about toe reading it was just part of the story but toe reading is what I remember about the story and I heard the story and from there on just was like what I have to know more and um it's surprising because I didn't like my feet I didn't like anyone else's feet but (laughs) um really it it felt like the story like Toe reading kind of called me in. I don't think I pursued it as much as it was something that I just had to know more.
1: So you don't have to have a foot fetish to be a toe reader.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I was going to ask, have you met anyone that really loves their feet?
4: I have met people who love other people's feet in this oh. business. <laughs> I have. That's a whole other show. Yes, yeah. yes. I I have had to just like. I have people who get a hold of me, and their intention is not to have a toe reading as much as it is to know more about my toes. They
0: have a whole different uh, understanding of what toe reading means. Exactly. (laughs) uh, So, Jill, is toe reading about predicting the future, or is it more
4: of a self-awareness tool? Great question. It is uh, unlike palmistry, where palmistry has more of a future fortune-telling aspect to it. Toe reading doesn't have that aspect because it is based off the belief that our feet holographically record the path we walk in life. Hmm. So toe reading is based off of the story of our past and what we're bringing into our present. And then with that, there's an awareness. So it's definitely a self-awareness that comes to be able to see what choices we've been making and what we're creating in our life and then choosing to change and maybe step into a life more designed of what we want to be creating
1: do you think that that's unique to the feet or is there other parts of the body that also kind of represent our current life story i mean i know palmistry does to some degree but it sounds like the feet are definitely different
4: well I believe the, like, I just love all the different modalities and feats, what it calls me, because, um, I know there's eye reading and ear reading and, and, you know, so many different things. But I think with the feet is the way it's based off reflexology. So, um, and then it's, there's meridians and energy that runs through our body. And these usually the, where they come out at is our feet. So that's how I believe it is, um,
0: So everything's translated down into the feet. Right. That is yeah,
4: how the feet are able to then show, you know, what is going on in our life. It's how we're stepping into our life, how we're moving forward or staying stuck. It's all just hanging out there mostly in the toes.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating.
4: So who actually discovered toe reading? (laughs) Casey Miller is, once I learned toe reading was a thing and and wanted to know more, Um, Casey Miller is the founder of toe reading. I don't know if she considers herself the founder of toe reading (laughs) as much as, but she's the one who, um, she was a reflexologist and it just, she just kept seeing the common um, things coming out in the feet and started, you know, putting Different things together and figuring out like there's traits and characteristics that go with the way a toe is is being. She has a school in Phoenix that is called the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, where it's accredited school that they teach many different modalities, and you can take a toe reading class there, And get actually certified. Yes, you can.
1: So Amazing. it's a pretty new modality. <laughs> I did not know that.
4: Yeah. Can
0: you briefly describe then, so let's go down to the basics here of toe reading, what each foot represents, and does it matter which foot the person is dominant with?
4: Um, Usually, so the feet, like our toes all represent something. The first four toes on our feet represent um, the same thing on each foot, but on the right foot, it's like our physical world, how we're showing up in the world. And then our left foot is our internal higher-knowing foot. And then the pinkies are slightly different on that they're not the same. as, Like, for example, our big toes are our destiny toes. And then with the element that that associates with is the ether. So the limitlessness of ether. And um, on the right foot, your destiny toe in the world. Left, destiny toe with your spiritual higher-knowing. And so um, to answer your question, Sakura, it is normally your right foot, even if you're like left-handed. Mm. However, if you're predominantly left-handed and don't have any ambidextrous, not an easy word for me to say. <laughs> um, any, you know, if you're just dominantly just really left-handed, then you would want to read that person the opposite. Oh, um, really? Yes. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I
1: didn't know that. That is interesting. Yeah. And so do you, well, I'm going to get to this later. I'm just curious. If yeah. you're, you you know, left foot dominant, you're kicking a soccer ball all the time doing things with one foot, I assume that would show up in the readings differently?
4: Well, if, like, I think it would come out in your questions in, like, when you're talking to someone because I don't necessarily ask if you're predominantly left because it mm. no, for most people the right foot is our physical foot and how it. we show up in the world. So, but I think in the conversation or in reading, if it didn't come out right away, there might I would think there'd be something that would come out where it's like, Oh wait, this is your how you are physically. And yeah, so
1: you might just intuitively pick it up at some mm-hmm, point.
4: A little further conversation might show
0: that. Isn't that similar to what James Devine was saying about Palmistry? That a right hand is also what represents our outside world and I, left hand was I trust instant. you better than,
1: <laughs> than my memory. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, So what does each toe represent?
4: So our big toes, like I said, is our destiny toe. And that has um, the element of ether to it. And so it's the destiny, just the vast possibilities, you know, of the. And then the toe next to the big toe, the second toe is our communication and creativity toe. So communication in the world and then communication with your higher self on the left foot. The middle toe is our action toe also known as just do it it's the fire <laughs> element the nike and, toe yes oh, exactly yeah. or or you know it also shows if you're not doing it and then <laughs> my favorite toe is the fourth toe over on the right foot is our relationship with the world so not just intimate relationships but intimate but relationships with coworkers, family friends and then left foot you know Relationship with yourself, higher knowing, and then the pinkies. Like I said, are different. So on the right foot, it is our um, our toe for prosperity, abundance, and then on the left foot, it's the toe that represents trust.
1: Got it. And so, what does it mean if you break, stub, or lose a toe?
4: <laughs> well, all a little different. Like if you break a toe, like a like it depends on what toe it is. But in knowing what the toes represent, if you break a toe. It is a way to look at that area of your life that the toe represents, and it's usually a sign like you you're broken, like your soul and your physical self are truly out of alignment, hmm. and so it's like uh, disconnected completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your you know your physical self is doing something opposite of what is your individual truth, and so that would be a breaking a stubbing much you know less severe it's more of a hitting your head up against the wall and whatever that is representing that you're just kind of maybe doing the same thing over again and expecting different results <laughs> and so who does that yeah <laughs> so it kind of is you can look at you know you stub your toe it could just be you stubbed your toe or you could be like okay do i want let's take a look at what this toe like yeah what's
1: know. going on in this area
4: exactly and then um Oh, um, did you say like losing a toe, losing yeah, it like extreme. an amputated toe yeah. would def again, Would you know, you'd want to look at what toe it got amputated. But that could be a definite um, feeling not seen, not heard, a complete disassociation with whatever that area of your life is. It's like you read the toes in reference to the other toes also. So, it, you know, hmm. like when the toes are bent or curved or hugging each other or or one's dominant over another one those are so it's easier to read how that toe is in relation to all the other toes as opposed to just reading one toe.
1: Got it. And is there a certain toe that gets injured the most?
4: Great question. <laughs> and I don't know who does this study or who knows this, but it is said that the toe that gets injured the most is the relationship toe with the world. So the, the, world. the fourth toe over on the right foot is the one most common and broke. And, and Interesting. Might take, yeah, and isn't that, it? And
1: that's with the world and with others right right so So it's your it's it's
4: not your internal relationship but it's how you're showing up in the world and with that toe getting broke I'm thinking it's we present in a way that we want to be seen Mm -hmm. but you know there's so many layers to how we play this human game and so when that toe's being broke I think it's we have a tendency to maybe conform and be a certain way that doesn't align with our knowing and so I think that might be why that one gets broke the most. I'm curious if that
0: data was received during COVID. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so what do the toenails represent?
4: Oh, great question. The
0: toenails are our thoughts.
4: So they, you know, and again, there's so many different elements that you're reading when you're looking at the toes, but the toenails represent thoughts and like a small toenail is your likely um closed off, not receiving information, not open to information in a larger toenail is you're more open to receiving.
0: Interesting. And then what if there's something wrong with your toenails? like You have a fungus or ridges or Mm -hmm. again, they all (laughs) represent
4: different things. Like, you know, there's, um, there's so much that can go on with the toenail, like a dried toenail, and I haven't found a better word to use. I use this word and it seems like crusty is is what I say <laughs> when I see this like a sure. dried up toenail, uh-huh. you know? And I s and usually you're again reading it according to what toe it's showing up on that has an extra crusty looking dried up toenail and the thoughts then are dried up.
0: Hmm.
4: So you're not in a flow is
0: so you need to change your mindset.
4: Yeah, you need to um be less rigid, be more open, and you know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that the nails represent thoughts, right? Because most people who bite their nails, they're thinking really hard at that time, right? right? Very pensive. Interesting. I
1: mean, like they're biting their toenails.
0: Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I hope not. No, but just yeah, just a good visual there. I was thinking of the hand. <laughs> if they're really talented, yeah. there are those people.
1: Uh, so, what do the spaces between the toes represent?
4: Good question. So, well, okay, so when you're reading toes, ideally, in a simplistic way to state it, is what we want is straight toes, straight, full toes, evenly spaced. That is a sign of someone walking their path, their truth, they're stepping forward in life, they're showing up. But with most of us, there's usually you know, curves and, you know, toes that are overlapping other toes or really hugging each other in, um, for example, like you have your communication toe, your second toe, and your third toe, your relationship toe, or your you have your communication toe and your action toe. Those two toes have a tendency to, um, you can read that is, if they're close together, I've seen them where they're like a little bit like a puzzle piece. I would read that as someone who, what they say they're going to do, they're going to do because their walk and talk line up. Mm -hmm. But there's also where you can see where someone's communication toe is you know, long. They got a lot to say, but then you look at their action toe and it's kind of out there and (laughs) maybe shorter or may, you know, and you can kind of, this person has a lot to say. They have a lot of air. That's the element, but Their fire may be a little toned down for some reason.
1: And so uh, straight or angled, and then it can angle left or right or either direction?
4: Right. So it depends, again, how you're looking at the toe. So, okay, for example, my favorite toe is, again, the relationship toe with the world, the toe on the right foot. Out of all the toes I've seen, I've seen a lot of toes, including (laughs) my own, there is a tilt towards the big toe on that, that toe. Um, a very small handful of people have a straight relationship toe with the world. And what that reads as when it's pointed towards the big toe is it's looking towards the past. Hmm. And, you know, what we tend to do in our lives is look towards the past at past experiences and then use those experiences, and we drag them into the now. And usually those aren't the great experiences we're bringing into the present. Got it. So you were talking about the straight
0: toes being the most ideal, but then at the same time, would you also say that they're not really learning
4: any of these life lessons? Oh, that, that's a great <laughs> question. Well, and again, it's, you know, there's so much to it when you're reading someone's toes and it's looking at the toes, but def, like we're here. The human experience has a lot to, um, a lot of challenges, bumps in the road, I believe, and so someone who has straight toes, they're, they're doing great in the sense of they're, sh- they're taking, I'm sure they haven't had an unscathed path, like they, yeah. you know, haven't had their own challenges, but they're letting the challenges, they're learning from the challenges and being in the present moment instead of hanging on to past experiences and bringing them into the... T- and So then can it also mean that their toes got straighter? as they walk the path oh yeah toes definitely change and so um for sure like the more self aware we are the more we align ourselves with our truth the more we're um not conforming Mm -hmm. to other people's belief systems or just feeling off you know like we're doing something against our will or just you know even working a job we don't love that will show in your toes because you're not doing what you love you're just not... kind
1: of living authentically
4: yeah so and that's and and the other thing is so you could have a straight toe but if the tip is dipped down that could represent um like a holding back hmm. so you could have a lot to offer but it's tipped down so that can you know again depending on what toe it shows up in so what about curved up does that have any well curved up on the big toe the destiny toe Curved up is could mean a couple of things that could be um, optimistic. Looking at life is half full because, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've also learned that it could also mean you have angels around you when the toe is curved up. You know, shooting for the heavens. Nice, yeah.
1: (laughs) So these mythical straight-toed people that you are talking about—these (laughs) aliens—are these these people that you believe? Foot models. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That just happen to be born and living an authentic life, or they're people that are really, really doing a lot of work to try to get to that place, or is it kind of both?
4: Oh, great! I oh, so you can read children's and even babies' toes, babies and babies' toes. So we come into this planet with um, already like our our personalities. We have our destined traits that we came into this earth with. Mm -hmm. And those show in our toes. And you would read a baby's toes with saying the possibilities. Like this child has the possibilities of having, you know, a lot of voice to share in this lifetime and different things like that. And when we're born... Most of our toes, when we're born, have a big gap between the big toe and second toe, and like a V. And Casey Miller has been quoted as saying, it's like, you know, we come into the world with all the possibilities, the vastness of life's possibilities, but it doesn't take long for that gap to close up, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it's, um, you know, like the – so I believe – you know, when you're reading toes, you can read toes as here's where you are in life today. And then, again, I don't think people have had unscathed lives, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I have to ask, I've heard about the second toe being longer than the big toe and that meaning money will come your way. I'm <laughs> just curious, what does it mean that if your a... second toe is longer
4: than your big toe? I, I, I love the money will come your way. That is <laughs> a great one. That's I, my grandma told me I, and I've just, you know. Well, when the when the second toe is longer than the big toe, this is our communication toe. Our, it's our creativity and mostly our communication toe. So when it's longer than the destiny toe, you would read that as this person is here to use their voice, is here to um, – they have something to say. And yeah. so – with that, you know, maybe if they use their voice, their oh, money. Oh, you mean on the radio? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, Grandma was right. There you go. And then money will come
0: Exactly. To you. <laughs> I love All it. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. But everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil.
5: The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, S-U-T-T-E-R dot com.
0: without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skin Care Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes and fungus, Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Estera Skin Care Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at esteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Welcome back to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook as well as Instagram and check out our podcast on SoundCloud. Today, we have the pleasure of having intuitive soul coach and certified toe reader, Jill Swan, on our show.
0: All right, Jill. So let's talk about the archetypes and toe readings, and how many are there?
4: Um, Great question, and... You know about this because I've read your toes. <laughs> yeah. She's read all of our toes. Yes, we have. <laughs> and so um, archetypes are another thing that can show up in your feet. Again, you know, from there's just common traits and, and characteristics, and then they got grouped together in an archetype and knowing. and An archetype doesn't necessarily show up in a toe reading. With There's seven archetypes, and with that being said, Each archetype shows up as long as there's a gap between the big toe and the second toe. So without that, you wouldn't be seeing an archetype in the feet. But then there are um, the prince and princess archetypes, which show up when you have, again, the gap between that big toe and second toe, and then long, slender toes. These are a sign of people who are great manifestors. They like the finer things in life. and. You know, that's just a really simple statement for him. And then there's... celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the shadow side would be there's like a shadow side to the archetype. So it's again, the reason it's nice to know your archetype is you want to have balance in your mm. life. And so the shadow side is they are usually working out of, um, they could be in victim mode, you know, like not believing in themselves, trying to, um, just work on a at a lower vibration, and then there's the king and queen archetypes, which show up when you have like the square boxy toes, and these are people that are usually could be leaders, whether that's professional or personal, just in whatever way in their life. There's people that other people listen to, that, mm-hmm. and um, they are in their shadow side. They are like working out of their ego like they're leaders that are just egotistical and you know kind of treat people like they're minions type of thing so they wouldn't be in their truth and then the other archetypes we have is the monk archetype and this archetype shows up when you have a really large big toe like it's just this grounded you know our big toe is bigger than the rest but it's it's has a it just takes up space it's like this big grounded big toe and the other four toes are close together mm-hmm. and a monk is like a lifelong learner they usually take their quest for knowledge to spiritual and um in their shadow side they could be more reclusive hermit you know and then the monk can turn into a mystic a mystic also has the large big toe but the other f- four toes are spaced out And the mystic is someone who receives information, like, on a download. Like, these people are usually channelers, psychic, they, you know, and in their shadow side, they are working, using their talents more for themselves than for the betterment of all. And then the another, the last archetype that I see a lot of when I'm doing toe readings is the caretaker archetype. Mm And this one, a little harder to explain. Again, it has the gap between the big and second toe, but there's a um, width at the base of your pinky toes that comes out so your feet look extra wide. When you're looking down, it's been said, you know, kind of looks like wings, your feet. look. And caretakers, just what it sounds like. They are people who, whether professionally or personally, give. Mm-hmm. And um, the world needs them. And in their shadow side, they are not they don't know how to receive. Mm. So, you know, they become depleted. They, you know, they just have to find that balance into service for self and then service to others. You've got to put your mask on first if that plane's going down. Right. <laughs> so not
0: everyone has an archetype, but can ever can people have two
4: archetypes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you can have more than one archetype show up. And it's um, a lot of times like you can have it's the monk, mystic, caretaker, mm-hmm. one of those, and then you could have one of the, the prince one of the royal archetypes.
0: And does that just determine how they're transitioning in their life? Like they're moving into out of the caretaker and maybe into the, the monk and then the mystic kind of thing?
4: Um I think it's kind of, again, it depends when you're reading the foot and and we're all moving, making choices and changing and our feet do change. So it just, yeah, it could just show where you're at in life and then, you know, your feet will change and other things may show up depending on where you're putting your energy and, you know. Right. That makes sense.
1: So when you go to the beach, <laughs>
4: yes. are you able She's to distracted. just relax? <laughs> um, you know, great question. Rory. Or pedicures, because honestly, when I oh, learned yeah. toe reading was a thing, and before taking the course, like I was just all about toes and and looking at everyone's everywhere I went, pedicures and yeah. grocery store flip flops. Sure. You're just, and then when I started to take the course, the very first thing they have you do is you have to sign an agreement that says you won't, um, you won't look at anyone's toes for, I think it was more than 10 seconds at a time because you can really like invade someone's privacy. (laughs) And I didn't want to sign it because (laughs) I've been just like looking at everybody's toes. So, um, there's are still from
0: afar with binoculars. Right. So but, and, and I,
4: the way I found my way around it, when I find myself looking at someone's toes that I find interest that I don't know, like, for uh-huh. example, a pedicure and you see someone's toes next to you and and I'm like, oh, that's fat. How would I read that in a toe reading? And 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 I get around that by if I see someone who I feel they've had they're going they're just either had an extra challenge life or really seem to be, you know, have something going on. I send them love. Like, that's how I get around it. I just send them energetic love. And...
1: I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so you mentioned that toes can change, and I'm wondering how quickly.
4: What I found most interesting in becoming a toe reader and seeing this, so a toe reading can change even, a toes can change even in a toe reading in that, Um, What I have found is that gap between your big toe and your second toe, that is a sign of our intuition. So like when there's a gap at the bottom, but at the top, they kind of come together. That's a sign that we have intuition that we're not listening to. We're closing off. And when I sit down at someone's feet getting ready for a toe reading, I will notice that they have a gap. And I'll, you know, see that, oh, they're in the flow of their intuition. And then as we get ready for me to talk, I'll look down and it'll be like the top of their toes will have closed together to where and what I read that as and I tell them is I let them know, hey, your intuition was in flow and now you're waiting to see what I have to say. And you've closed off your own knowing, which I don't have your knowing. I Mm -hmm. am here to share information, but keep your knowing and open so that, you know, my toes changed in the reading
0: with you, Jill. Yeah. Initially, they were all curled up. (laughs) I was relaxed. (laughs) They didn't want to come
1: out. (laughs) I (laughs)
4: know. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah. I've done toe reading classes, and that's what we did together, Secure. You came to the class, and I like to have people take a picture of their toes at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then we do a whole, you know, we do the class. And then at the end, I like to play a game called the love game where we just focus on what we love and we go around. And the reason I do that is because it brings us present moment when you're thinking about what you love, you're really just present. You're mm-hmm. not thinking about the past or the future and your worries and your stresses. And so then I have people take a picture of their toes at the end to see, you know, the difference. Yeah.
1: Um, have you noticed big changes in your toes?
4: I have, I I, I have noticed big and it's fascinating because like, as a kid I didn't like my toes and one of the reasons was my family teased me like tremendously in regards to my long skinny toes and how I could take up piano lessons with my feet and (laughs) and I just didn't like my toes and they were really long and skinny and then a couple years ago I realized I don't have long skinny like my toes truly were shorter I even think my You know, I probably went down a half a size on my shoe size and was fascinated by that, that, you know, I didn't have the the princess archetype in my feet. And then recently I was like, "What?" I, they are long again. And so (laughs) it is just, yeah. And it's a great way to just be reflective in your own life and look at the areas of what, you know.
1: What do you attribute that change to?
4: Well, thinking about it, like I didn't know about toes and what they represented as a kid, but I really was a manifester and then several years ago i think i was more not that i wasn't still manifesting but i was and def- i was just in a different place and then recently i've really been upping my manifesting and then the princess has a tendency to kind of look for her prince yeah i want to be saved right and, and and so I kind of when I noticed my toes being longer, I I sat with that. I'm like, am I looking <laughs> to be saved? Am I like giving my power away? It was it was just a kind of did a whole little session with myself on it to get back into alignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: it's kind of amazing. You're just having this little relationship with your feet.
4: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, having yeah. a
1: dialogue back and forth yeah. with them.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and I've always loathed my feet. In fact, I was made fun of too, called six toes because bunions. <laughs> So, what do bunions
4: mean? Bunions can be a sign of resentment. Usually, it could be like a strict upbringing or just a resentment to um, restrictions in our life. Ex-husband. You know, well, it could be (laughs) self-imposed restrictions too, where, you know, it could be outside forces, but also, yeah, bunions are usually read as, you know. And what about hammer toes? Hammer toes are. You could have a hammer toe, like, so you would read it according to that toe. And I've also, like, you could have hammer, like, all your toes are. Wait,
1: what's hammer toe?
4: Hammer toes is um, medically, like, it's an injury or, like, a joint doesn't, Mm. but they look claw-like, Rory. Like, they kind of look truly like they're clawing the ground Mm -hmm. is what a hammer toe would look like. And so, um, with that said, it could be, like, I read that as... um, in warrior mode like kind of survival mode almost you know especially when it's all the toes have the hammer toes going on is that um you're just feeling um a lot of stress and tension Mm -hmm. and you're 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 not agitated yeah you're not thriving in the world you're truly in survival mode
0: Hmm, that's interesting
4: now what about blisters blisters great question because blisters could be a new pair of shoes But what I like to tell people who who are like, yeah, but I just, you know, I had new shoes or whatever the reason, you know, they make, and and I I say that could be, it could truly be your new shoes. But why did the blister appear here, you know, Mm. on this toe or this toe? where it happened. Exactly. And so looking at that would be a blister's friction. So where in your life do you have friction on your feet? That's interesting.
1: So, I mean, this makes me think, the shoes that you wear matter I mean I, don't, I imagine women fitting into really tight high <laughs> yeah. heel shoes and Rock wearing climbing those shoes all, yeah like those yeah. have
4: to yeah, great question yeah because you can have people like ballet dancers yeah. you know right. would have yes. oh. and you could truly like or you could say hey my toes are like that because of this type of shoe mm-hmm. or XYZ or whatever but it's usually looking at what's causing the toes to not again, be that straight, full, like, you know, evenly spaced, something they're all kinked up or turned different ways is like, even though you chose to be a dancer, there's a lot of discipline and a lot of restraint and where maybe have, did you feel like you didn't have freedom? So (laughs) it's, it's, that's fascinating. It is. It's so much fun (laughs) to read the toes and what comes out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that, we're going to take another break, but everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil.
5: The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing. So you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com.
2: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create. The life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com.
3: protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com.
0: Welcome back to another Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Today, we have the pleasure of having intuitive soul coach and certified toe reader, Jill Swan, on our show.
4: So Jill, are most feet identical? No, not at all. Um, So, yeah, it's, you know, and I think most of us before knowing about toe reading really don't pay a lot of attention to our feet. But in looking at the toes, yeah, they are not the same. So um, you would read the toes, like I said, one foot you're reading as the external and the other foot showing as as an internal. And when they're like not the same, that's a good way of looking at, you know. What's going on. What you need to change. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we do a reading?
0: Yeah. And you're the guinea pig, right? I
1: am the guinea pig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have you walk us through your process
4: of toe reading, Jill. Okay. When I do a toe reading, I I actually, um, I do Zoom toe readings now, you know, the virtual world. But I also, when I do an in-person toe reading, I have a cool little toe reading um Math that I had made that is awesome, and um, I sit at the person's feet. And even whether I'm sitting at their feet or we're doing a virtual toe reading, the I start my toe reading where I ground and center and come into the now. And I always ask the person getting a toe reading if they have a way to ground and center, and if not, you know, I kind of talk them through, you know, mm-hmm. how to do that. But I also, um, with toe reading, like you can get certified as a toe reader and learn what the toes mean, like I've shared here. But there's also intuition involved with a toe reading, and so I always ask for my guides or the person's guides to come in and share anything that needs to be like shared with this person during the session. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just opening up that space of, you know, letting this person leave their toe reading with you know, whatever they need to hear right now. Wonderful.
0: What does Rory need to hear right
4: now? Maybe a few
0: <laughs> things. I know we don't have a full hour, but just a couple things that he needs to know. Rory has great-looking feet.
4: Oh, of course uh, he I does. didn't
1: think that, but thank you. <laughs> right? I'll, I'll take the compliment. Right? Well,
4: if you look at it, Rory, you got really straight toes. Like, your toes are cons- like nice-looking feet. And hmm. um, where the toes that come out the most, that would, like, if we aren't doing a full toe reading, then I just would center in on the thing that speaks the most is your communication toes on both your feet are tilted towards the future. Like they're these big, long, full toes. You came here with something to say. For the world, like your voice, is supposed to be heard in this lifetime. Oh, on the radio, Hello, radio. right? There you Not go, sitting. that works. And but with it looking towards the future, it would suggest that you possibly have more you want to say, and you're thinking about how to say it, or maybe planning for the ideal, like trying to get everything lined up. But the power's always in the now, <laughs> and so it's. It would be like and see, you got the intuition gap going to where you have. So you trust your intuition, but it also um, is a little bit closed up on your right foot, you know, up towards the top. So it, I would suggest on this type of thing that it would be about um, instead of waiting to maybe sit for the perfect time to say something when you feel like you're supposed to say something, trust that intuition and just. Go for use it. your voice. I yeah. never need
1: to be perfect. <laughs> I have no idea what doing. <laughs> oh, sorry, go back so the right foot means
4: the world that's the way you are in the, the world. world. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is there an archetype in his feet? It, I would read his feet as having the monk archetype. And so, um because he's got the big full big toe, like it's, you know, mm-hmm. he's got this like really grounded great big toe and it's also tipped at the top. So you know, optimistic. Apparently, you're see the glass maybe is half full. I, I think so. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I and, like
4: that. And but the other four toes are close together, so the monk archetype really shows up in the toes, and um, and even what you do, Rory, like lifelong learner. You know, really sponge for knowledge. I'm I'm guessing. Definitely. Hmm. Well, that's great. Yeah, Thank you for you. doing that. Thank you for sharing your toes,
1: Rory. Thank you for the toes, compliment Rory. on my feet. That made my day.
4: You told
0: the world. <laughs> so, how often would you recommend a toe reading? Oh, um,
4: great. Um, yeah, I would say <laughs> that is a great question because it's such a, a random thing. You can get a toe reading whenever you're feeling stuck or stagnant in life. Like, mm. it's, you know, I have friends who they'll something will happen to their toe, or their husbands, or and and they'll give me a text what toe was this again you know just um but to get an actual toe reading you just feel stuck or stagnant or needing some clarity like who would have thought but you can look at your toes to see where maybe that fog is coming from interesting
0: and then you had talked about babies but what what is the earliest age that you recommend a toe reading
4: well um i if for an adult for a person who's consciously choosing of age, wanting to know, so you know, I think when we're younger, we kind of we're not looking outside ourselves or at our toes for answers, we, we have them right. It's when we, we know get everything, old. yeah, we do, <laughs> you know, and then we forget, you know, the world <laughs> helps us forget, and so, um, I so babies, it's just reading for the parents the possibilities, the potential. Yeah, And then, you know, people, whenever they choose that they want one. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. do you
1: offer readings for couples?
4: Um, great question. I have not, but I have been playing with that idea. It kind of came to me as it might be a fun way, kind of like the love language type of thing, is to have couples that, if they're willing and want to have a toe reading together, I would definitely be, you know, something I'm thinking about offering as is a couple toe reading because you can get insight that about your partners. A better way of understanding them, yeah, right?
0: exactly. Yeah. So I know you had kind of expressed a little bit about the coaching. Do you bring that in to all of your readings? Do you integrate that?
4: Um, yeah. Toe reading is normally a soul coaching session because um, the things that come out in the toes, usually um, I will coach around, you know, the why it's so important to be in the now and not to be, you know, bringing the past and, and, Wondering why we're not moving forward as quickly because we're dragging all this stuff with us, and yeah. so I'll yeah I will coach around during a, co- a toe reading session. There will be coaching involved also.
0: I can imagine your friends coming over and just hiding their feet from you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine, Jill. My life's great. <laughs> right?
1: I just wish every time you went to go get a pedicure, these people would be reading also your giving you a toe reading. Like, maybe right? Jill, not, Jill, You need to maybe, start a business. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so how can our listeners learn more about you and book a session?
4: Oh, they, I have a website called TravelingToeReader.com. So you can go there, learn more about me. I have a blog and whatnot they can check out. And you can book your toe reading or soul session from there. Awesome.
0: Lovely, and you do have some toe reading classes that sometimes come out as well, right? Correct, I do. Okay, and
4: those will be on your website Uh, as well. Yes, I'm still getting the website all perfected, but yes, I'm going to be adding those. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks again for being here today. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. (laughs) This
4: has been fun. Yeah,
0: and thank you again to Eric, our amazing producer. You, the listener, KKNW Timber Country and Cape Town Zone Radio.
1: Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts.
0: And did you love the show? Let us know and follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasutter.com.
1: You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month here on KKW at 2 p.m., every second Sunday on Timber Country and on Zone Radio for more Go Beyond the Veil, where we we make spiritual sense.
3: sense. Omne Trium Perfectum. Everything that comes in threes is perfect, or every set of three is complete. The rule of three is a principle recommended for successfully engaging with an audience. So, what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? Sakura Sutter, Rory Reich, and Brenda Reese on The Conscious Coaching Hour. This live show airs the fourth Wednesday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. These three intuitive coaches will reveal their own life experiences while bringing in their individual gifts to assist you. No matter where you are, the Conscious Coaching Hour will meet you there to help awaken your intuition and to help you live your best
4: life. Peach Buzz is great. What a concept. Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you
3: didn't know you had.